guys, it's Cami. Today's episode of A Little Bit of Everything is going to be a little different. Instead of talking about music, I will be reading you a poem by Edgar Allan Poe. And the poem I will be reading you is The Raven. The Raven was inspired by a story Charles Dickens had told Edgar Allan Poe when when they had lunch together while Edgar, er, sorry, Charles Dickens was on tour in the Americas. And it was um, inspired by Charles Dickens' pet raven named Grip. All right, let's begin. Once upon a midnight jury, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, I distinctly remember it was in late December, and each separate dying ember brought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. In the silken sad and certain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came, tap came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I open the door. Here I open wide the door, darkness there and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wandering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, I said, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, one with many a flirt and flutter. In there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with a mean lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguilingly my sad face into my sad fancy into smiling, by the 
grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though the high crest be shorn and shaven, though, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore, quoth the raven evermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear it discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little reverency bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the place of bust spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he out, he did outpour nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, nevermore, startled at the stillness, broke from reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master whom a merciful disaster Followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and Boston door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaging in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's gore. This and more I sat divining with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press on nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed in an unseen censer, swung by a ser seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee by these angels he hath sent thee respite, respite, and nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh, quaff this kind of nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent, or whether tempters tossed thee here ashore, desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert, land enchanted on this home by horror haunted tell me truly i implore is there is there balm in guile tell me tell me i implore quote the raven nevermore prophet said i thing of evil prophet still if bird or devil by that haven that bends above us by that god we both adore tell a soul with sorrow laden if within this the distant Aiden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden, who the angels name Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore.
Be that word our sign as imparting bird or fiend. I shrieked at starting. Get thee back into the tentest in the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quote the raven nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of demon of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws a shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted evermore. I hope you all enjoyed. And I will talk to you next time.